This is Season 1, Episode 1 of the Environmental Writing Podcast. In this debut episode, I will introduce you to my background, my work, and reasons for creating this podcast. I will also walk you through who the podcast is for, what we'll cover, and how to stay connected in the environmental writing community. Hi, and welcome to the Environmental Writing Podcast, where we use our words to help save the planet. I'm your host, Sandy Schwartz, an award-winning environmental author and freelance journalist. And I hope you'll join me each episode as we explore the inspirational and passion-driven world of environmental writing. Whether you are an aspiring or current environmental writer, looking to work with one, or intrigued by extraordinary environmental writing, this is the place for you. Let's dive in and start making a difference. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be launching this new environmental writing podcast. I have been dreaming and thinking about starting a podcast for a little while now. It's taken some time to get everything set up and a bit of courage to jump into this new endeavor. Truth be told, public speaking isn't my favorite thing to do. I much prefer writing, but I kind of fell in love with podcasting recently. I've been influenced by so many incredible podcasters out there, and I've had the equipment for a while, and I've been gathering all the tips and tricks from all the experts. I've also been on the other side of things, doing podcast interviews for about a year now. A lot of it was around the promotion and launch of my book, Finding Eco Happiness, which came out in May. So I've been thinking about how I could bring a podcast out into the world, and I am thrilled to be taking this leap now. At first, I was going to create a very specific podcast around the theme of my book, which involves the mental health benefits of nature. But then I decided to broaden that scope a bit because I'm more than an environmental author. I'm also a blogger, a freelance journalist, a content marketing writer, and a proofreader and editor. Also, I write about more than just the intersection of nature and mental health. In fact, I specialize in sustainability, green living, home and garden, nature and wellness, and nature in general. I recently updated my writing website to focus on my environmental writing since I was a bit broader for a while there, including other niches like parenting and general mental health and wellness topics. This shift really got me excited, and I started thinking about how I can dive more deeply into the world of environmental writing and start building a community. So that's why I wanted to start this podcast. I searched to see if anything out there existed yet on this specific topic. Were there any podcasts covering environmental writing? And you know what? I came up short. I could not find any. And I was shocked by this. I have been in the environmental writing and communications field for over 20 years now. And I just think it's such an important topic. I wanted to create this new podcast for anyone who is an environmental writer, thinking about becoming one, anyone who is looking to hire or work with an environmental writer, or really just for anybody who just enjoys reading about environmental topics. Today, I'm going to run through why this podcast and why now, and then a little bit about who I am and my background, 
and then what you can expect from listening to this podcast. In case you haven't noticed, the environment is a pretty hot topic these days. We're hearing so much about climate change all the time. In fact, as I record this, it's the 2022 United Nations Climate Change Conference, otherwise known as COP27, going on right now. And it's all over the news. As someone who wants to stay in the know, I signed up for a lot of email updates from environmental organizations. But I have to tell you, I've been getting a lot of environmental-related updates from major news networks and business-type places like Bloomberg, NPR, Washington Post, CNN, you know, other major media out there that are focusing a lot more these days on climate and other critical environmental issues. That means there's a lot more for writers to write about when it comes to the environment. And that's good news for us. So the news itself is trending and we need to put ourselves out there and be able to provide the content that the world is seeking and needing. We also have other major issues that are constantly being discussed, like plastic pollution in our oceans, animal extinction, air and water pollution, toxic chemicals in our products, food issues like pesticides and regenerative agriculture, energy efficient vehicles are, are so hot now. And this is cool because I wrote my graduate thesis about fuel efficient vehicles in the early 2000s. And now hybrid and electric vehicles are everywhere. I mean, did you notice how many commercials there were for electric vehicles during the Super Bowl this year? Pretty impressive. We've come a long way when it comes to the environment, and there's a lot more to talk about through our writing. The other thing that's also really big is businesses talking about and addressing the environment, which really opens up a lot for those of us who are interested in content marketing jobs and gigs. ESG or environmental, social, and corporate governance is a really trending topic, and a lot of companies are hiring writers to discuss these issues for their company. It's a big change going on out there now. And finally, another area of major interest for me, of course, are the mental health benefits of nature. This is what my book, Finding Eco-Happiness, is all about. My book is filled with the recent research. There's so much research coming out now about the physical and mental health benefits of our environment, of spending time in nature and connecting to nature and being outside. And so this opens a lot of doors as well to environmental writers, because this is a topic that's being talked about in major news networks, and then also, of course, your traditional environmental magazines and websites. As I mentioned earlier, when I was thinking about doing this podcast, I'm focusing on a podcast all about environmental writing. I was shocked that nobody else was talking about this niche yet. So I really thought that it was my chance to step up to the plate and add something to this discussion, to our field, and to bring new people into the discussion as well from the business world, health world, and other places that may be interested in learning more about what environmental writing is how environmental writers can help them and open people's eyes to the wonderful world of environmental writing, whether that's through books, articles, blogs, or otherwise. And I'm so passionate about this topic because so much needs to be done to help save the planet. And some of us can make a difference through our words, through our writing. The more the message gets out in all types of writing and media, the better the entire planet will be. So how did I get interested in this topic anyway? As it turns out, I've been passionate about 
been focused on improving the planet and environmentalism since I was in high school. So I want to talk a little bit about who I am and my background and what brings me here today talking about environmental writing. I grew up in New Jersey. I was part of the Nature Defense Club in high school. And I can't really recall why I joined this group. I think a friend must have dragged me to the first meeting or something. But I started to get very involved in the Nature Defense Club. We had a field trip where we went to clean up a local polluted river. And this is a story I talk a lot about because it was a huge moment in my life. After all these years, it's been about 30 years, I can still clearly remember standing at that polluted river and pulling out items like boots, plastic bottles, and all types of garbage. I think we even saw a tire floating in this river. From that moment, I continued to be involved in the group. We went on to teach younger children in elementary schools all about recycling and to organize activities for Earth Day. And then I decided that this is what I wanted to study in college. This is what I wanted to be when I grew up. I applied specifically to colleges that had environmental studies programs. And in fact, I wrote my college essay about that experience at the Polluted River. I am still talking about it today because it really was a moment of transformation for me. It pushed me into that world, that career, and the passion to want to save the planet. It really became the essence of who I am and still am today. In fact, the license plate on my electric vehicle says, Eco Girl. Then I went on to study environmental studies and political science in college. I also got a master's degree in government focusing on environmental policy. I started my career at the United States Environmental Protection Agency and quickly got involved in the communications aspects of the group I was working with, working on fact sheets, articles, websites, and helping to develop a communications plan. Then I went on to an environmental consulting firm where I focused a lot on marketing and communications for the Energy Star program. That's the EPA's Energy Star program for energy efficient products. These jobs really helped me get started and learn how important writing is in the environmental world. I really honed in on the communications piece of environmentalism. I found my niche in the communications field and in writing. And then I went on to work at the National Academy of Sciences as well, where I was exposed to this incredible world and challenge of taking very technical long reports and boiling them down to bullet points so that the public could understand the information. I learned about the public understanding of science. And I really think that is so critical with all of these environmental issues that we as writers can understand how to communicate these issues effectively and easily to others that aren't as familiar with them so that they can start to figure out how they can make a difference and make change happen. That's a lot about what we do, right? Through our environmental writing. Then I moved out of the D.C. area down to Florida for my husband's job. That was about 16 years ago now. For a time, I continued to work with the National Academies part-time, but then I decided to start a blog. And as I had kids, I was doing some freelance writing and blogging. I had a blog called Happy Science Mom for about six years. That was all focused on the positive psychology tools to help us feel better, which includes gratitude, mindfulness, volunteerism, and all. At that time in my life, I had been struggling a lot with anxiety and stress. And so that was where I started focusing a lot of my, my energy and research. But over the years, I began to get back to my roots and started writing more about the environment and nature 
and connecting the two between the positive psychology and nature. That led me to rebranding my website to become Eco Happiness Project. That is when I began focusing more on the intersection of nature and mental health and how nature could help us feel happier and calmer. After blogging and writing articles on a specific topic for several years, I decided to pitch it as a book. And in June 2020, yes, during the height of the pandemic, I got a publisher and started writing my book, Finding Eco Happiness, Fun Nature Activities to Help Your Kids Feel Happier and Calmer. It came out in May of 2022. I just think it's such an important message and a much needed resource. The conclusion of the book is that if people understand the incredible benefits of connecting to nature and our environment, then I believe they will want to protect it. So I came around full circle. I am still an environmentalist at heart. I want to protect the planet, but I'm looking for interesting ways to communicate the message and to get more people on board. And my book is not just about kids. It's really for all ages because we're all struggling at some point in our lives with stress and anxiety and sadness. And it just is a whole toolkit for how we can connect to nature and feel happier and calmer. But we'll get into that more in future episodes because I definitely will be covering the process of pitching, writing, and marketing an environmental book, even ghostwriting for others. I just wanted to run through exactly a bit of my career and what I have done. Throughout this time, I've also been doing a lot of freelance writing and content marketing. I sometimes ghostwrite blog posts for green companies such as Cat and Dogma, an organic children's clothing brand. I am also a freelance journalist and have been published in all kinds of places, including over 70 regional and local parenting and women's magazines, national publications and websites like BobViola.com, Mind Body Green, One Green Planet, Green Teacher Magazine, Very Well Family, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Scary Mommy, and a lot of other different places. And I continue to pitch articles, and that will also be a big focus of this podcast. So I have a lot of buckets in my career, and I think that is part of why I wanted to do this podcast. I want to bring to the table my expertise and resources of others to help those of you who are writing about the environment, whether you are looking for your next job, freelance writing assignment, or you are interested in writing about the environment as a hobby or to volunteer and advocate for the planet. We'll be covering how to go about all of that right here. There are a lot of ways that we can give back and have our voices heard to help the environment. And I want to cover all of them. We're really going to explore the wonderful world of environmental writing and what it means to you. So that brings me to the question, what will this podcast be like? You're going to see a mix of both solo and interview episodes. There'll be solo episodes where I dig into topics such as how to become an environmental writer, Maybe I'll look at different educational paths. I also plan to do some book reviews of some of the amazing environmental books that I'm reading, both the hot new ones, but also looking at the past, looking at the history of environmental writing from gurus like Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, Richard Louvre, Rachel Carson, and others that have really inspired us to get where we are today. So I'll be able to share that information and feedback and some book reviews and just other topics that come up based on the news or my experience. I'm also excited to interview some incredible environmental writers, authors, content marketers, bloggers, freelance writers, editors, everyone in this field who is doing incredible work and who can give us tips and help us become better environmental writers ourselves. Also, I would love to talk to people who are working 
for nonprofits, the government, for businesses, environmental communication specialists, and representatives of associations that serve environmental writers. I really want this to become a hub of all things environmental writing and reading, frankly. So I really think it'll be a great resource for everyone who is interested in developing these skills and getting more involved in the field. The other thing is that while environmental writing sounds like a small niche to some people, when you are actually entrenched in this field, you quickly realize how many topics environmental writing covers. So we'll look at these different niches within the world of environmental writing, such as climate change, home and garden, green living, energy efficiency, like sustainability for businesses, environmental justice, environmental policy, and more. I plan to release the podcast once a week and in seasons of about 10 episodes each. This is season one, and we'll be running through the season, and then there'll be a little break. But I will keep you posted on all of the timing. And you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Pocket Cast. So you can listen wherever you're comfortable. And certainly let your friends and colleagues know about this podcast. We also are going to be communicating together and sharing tips and tricks of the field, both in a LinkedIn group and a Facebook group, by the name of environmental writing. So look for us. That way we can all be together and share. For example, if anyone has a job listing information, you can post on there, you can ask questions, and it really becomes a community. I want to form a community of like-minded people who have this passion for communicating about the environment and to share and help each other out. That's what it's all about. I certainly have tons of stories about how I got where I am today because of networking, and building relationships with others in the field. I'm going to be inviting a lot of these people on my podcast as guests. I have great stories of how I was quoted about my book in the Washington Post, National Geographic, and Good Housekeeping because of amazing writers and editors who I have connected with in this field. And I hope that will inspire you to also get involved, to share, and to network in the community. So that's what we're going to be talking about here on the Environmental Writing Podcast. And I look forward to hearing from you. You can send in a message through the main website on Anchor. That's anchor.fm backslash environmental writing. That's the main hub of the podcast where you can find all the places to go listen. To learn more, you can find all the information about this podcast at sandyschwartz.com backslash environmental writing podcast. That's S-A-N-D-I-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z.com. And then also at sandyschwartz.com, you can see all of my writing work, my portfolios up there, and you can see all of my offerings. If you are looking for an environmental writer or editor or ghostwriter, please don't hesitate to reach out. If you want to learn more about the mental health benefits of nature and my book, Finding Eco-Happiness, and also my children's book that I co-authored with an incredible educator, Julie Neustadter, the book is called Sky's Search for Eco-Happiness. All of that information is over on ecohappinessproject.com. I'm really excited to be able to explore this passion-filled, critical world of environmental writing. I can't wait to talk to you and all the incredible environmental writers and editors out there. If you ever have any questions or ideas for guests, please, again, don't hesitate to reach out to me at sandy at sandyschwartz.com. I'm so thrilled to get started, and I hope you'll join me every week here. So again, I hope this has been helpful. I can't wait to dive in more deeply into this topic, and we'll see you next time.
Keep on reading, writing, and making a difference with your words. Thank you for joining me today on the Environmental Writing Podcast. To learn more, head over to sandyschwartz.com. That's S-A-N-D-I-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. You can also join the conversation in our Facebook and LinkedIn groups, both under the name Environmental Writing. If you love the show, please subscribe, leave a review, and let your friends know. You can also support the podcast by visiting anchor.fm slash environmental writing. And if you're looking for ideas to connect to nature to feel happier and calmer, be sure to check out my book, Finding Eco Happiness, available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Until next time, keep on writing, reading, and making a difference for our planet.